the boy is eating. The boy is your name. What is your name? She is not a girl. First, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Coffee with Gringos. Dynamic English's new podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee with us. You are listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Paige Sutherland. And I'm Raya Waika. Welcome back to the podcast. This week, the theme of the pod is family. So Paige and I will talk a little bit about our families, our childhood, and hopefully it will give you the vocabulary that you need to be able to talk about your own family. So remember, if you get lost along the way, the transcript and vocabulary guide are on the website to help you out. Okay, so to start, Mariah, tell me a little bit about how you grew up. I mean, we've been hosting the show for months now, and... We've never really talked about your childhood. That's true. That's true. So as many of you know, because we mention it all the time, (laughs) I'm from Minnesota. I was born in Virginia, but I grew up in Minnesota. So I spent almost all of my childhood in Minnesota. I grew up in a pretty quiet suburb near Minneapolis, and it was a great childhood. I have two sisters. I have an older sister and a younger sister. I'm the middle child. Uh oh. Uh oh. I know. What does that even mean? (laughs) Well, according to your zodiac sign. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Uh, yeah. So it was the three of us girls and my parents, and we were fortunate to live relatively close to grandparents as well. We spent a lot of time outside, we played together a lot. My mom stayed home with us for the first part of my childhood, and so we were fortunate to have a lot of time with her. Yeah, it was a great childhood. So going back a little, the stereotypes of Uh, siblings is that if there's three of them, the first one is the firstborn, right? The oldest. Right, the responsible. The middle one is usually the one that gets a little less attention. They're the wild card. So they're card. the wild card, exactly. Although I would, there's, I would say that the stereotypes for a middle child go two ways. You're either the wild card, you get less attention, you're the neglected middle child is what we say, or you're the peacemaker. You're the peacemaker and you try really hard to keep your family together. And I think that I'm a little bit of a wild card in my family, but I also do try really hard to do the peacemaking responsibilities. And then the youngest is the baby. The youngest so is the usually, baby and the rebel. Yeah, usually they, like you said, maybe get in more trouble because the... the youngest can get away with, with murder. Exactly. And again, these are all stereotypes, so... <laughs> <laughs> but that is usually what people think about that. Yeah. Okay, okay. Paige, how about your childhood? And make sure to tell us where you are in the birth order. Yes. So as you all know, like Mariah said, we've talked about it. I'm from Boston, but technically from a suburb. So I grew up about eh, 45 minutes north of the city. So it was a very, very small town. Mm -hmm. We had one gas station, a pizza shop. Wow. I lived across the street from my elementary school. 
No way. Yeah. That's convenient. So it was very, very small suburbs. I'm the, the youngest, so I'm the baby. Mm-hmm. My sister is two and a half years older than me. Okay. I, so I only have one sister. Do you fit your stereotype? No. Of the youngest, the baby? I don't. My sister is a wild card, <laughs> yeah. to put it. And so growing up, she was the oldest, I was the youngest, but then kind of as we got into our adult phase of life, we kind of switched oh, where... Okay. I'm seen as the oldest, I think, in the family. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. 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 So we kind of switched roles a little bit. But so I don't take on the, the baby stereotype. Right. So, yeah. So grew up with my mom and my dad. They both worked full time growing mm. up, but they had opposite schedules. Mm. So my dad worked nights and my mom worked during the day. Mm-hmm. So I would have dinner with my mom and have breakfast with my dad. Oh, that's pretty cool. So it was it was strange in that aspect that they didn't need a, a nanny or a babysitter because right. there was always a parent, but they weren't. But they were opposite. Yeah, they were opposite. We've talked about our nuclear families now. How about your extended family? Do you have a big family? I don't have that big of a family. My mother has two siblings. Okay. So I have one uncle and one aunt, and they each have two kids. So I have four first cousins on my mother's side. Yeah. And on my father's side, my dad has two younger brothers, Mm -hmm. and they each have two kids as well. Okay. So I have two uncles on my dad's side and then four first cousins. Right, right. So it's not a huge family. It's, it's not it's not a big family. And then of course you have all the other second, third cousins that you see right. intermittently. What about you? It's similar for me. On my mom's side is a relatively small family. I just have four first cousins. My dad's side is a little bit more complicated and there are more cousins <laughs> on my dad's side. But yeah, we aren't a huge family. But I'm fortunate because all of my grandparents are still alive. I actually had two great-grandmothers up until this year. Oh, wow. My great-grandmother on my father's side passed away at age 99. She was one day short of 100, which I think we can count it. And the other one passed away at 102. Wow. So... Good genes. I know. I need to like, eat my vegetables and, and keep exercising because it looks like I could <laughs> I could live for a while. But that's something cool I think about our, our family, though, is that we've been fortunate enough to, to grow up with our grandparents. And you have your oldest sister got married recently. Yeah. So you have a brother-in-law. I have a brother-in-law. I have a, yeah. They don't have kids yet. They have a very beloved dog. But yeah, I've had a brother-in-law for a little over a year. So that was kind of funny in my family because we're accustomed to being three girls, right? Just the daughters. And so we had to welcome a guy to the family. (laughs) But he's great. It was a good good change. Are you excited to have potential nieces and nephews? Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I'm very excited to be an aunt someday. You you are not an, an aunt. I am not. No, my sister is engaged, but not married. So I have no brother or sister-in-law and no nieces or nephews yet. But not yet. Um, looking forward to it. Someday. Very looking forward to it. My, I'm going to be the coolest aunt. 
It's my goal. It's definitely one of the best jobs to have because you get all the perks of being a parent without all the responsibility. Oh, absolutely. So you get to be the cool aunt that brings them candy and lets them stay up late and watch movies. And then when they get tired, you, you pass them off to their parents. And you're gone. For damage control. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we've talked a lot about like, the nuclear family and the extended family, but we all know that families are not always, you know, the traditional family tree, right? With mom and dad and kids and like families change. And that definitely is something that's true these days. For instance, my parents are divorced. And so I have um, a stepfather Mm -hmm. who I've known for 10 years now. Right. My dad has a girlfriend, not a stepmother yet. <laughs> do you step siblings? I do not know, but my boyfriend's parents are divorced. Yeah. They divorced when he was probably four years old. Really young. Yeah. They both remarried. Mm-hmm. So he has a stepmother, a stepfather, and then two half siblings. Oh, so yeah. So a half sister, which means it's his mother's daughter, but the stepfather's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. And then the <laughs> step brother so mm-hmm. his dad's son but the stepmother's son right it's interesting he has kind of the 21st family where 21st it's, century yeah, family yeah where right. it's it's not your not what it used to be and it's changing now right exactly which i think is cool that that's become more and more like normal like the family doesn't look like the four person family with the white picket fence and that's just not necessarily realistic of how families look now. And another thing that Paige and I were talking about is like the language that we use to talk about like partners, right? Where like you can say boyfriend, you can say girlfriend, husband or wife if you're married, but they're also like gender neutral terms. Like you can say, if you're married, you can say your spouse or you can say your partner. And you can actually say your partner at like any stage of your relationship fiance as a gender neutral term when you're engaged yeah because you know of course marriage and dating are not confined by gender and so that's definitely been reflected in language and how that's changing as well well now that you know a little bit more about how me and mariah grew up i mean as you know we've been away from our families for mariah a year and a half me about you know nearing on a year now it's feels good to talk about our families since we're so far and it really is who we are i mean we spent most of our lives with these people they're the people we care about Mm -hmm. it right whether you have a huge family or a tiny family or you know two families it's important that you're able to explain where you came from and hopefully next time somebody asks you about your family you can use some of the vocabulary that we practiced today thanks again for listening and we'll talk to you soon Coffee with Gringos was brought to you by Dynamic English, where you can learn English simply by using it. If you're interested in taking classes or just want to learn more, go to our website at dynamicenglish.cl. Thanks for listening.